Hello, everybody. This is the Chocolate News Podcast. I'm your co-host, John Alexander Reese. And your co-host, Andrea Carter. And if you did not know, the Cincinnati Herald has been around since 1955 and is the leading African-American-owned newspaper in the greater Cincinnati area and northern Kentucky area. How's it going, Andrea? Great, John. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. I'm uh, I'm feeling this, uh, well, technically it's not fall yet, but it's going to be fall in like maybe, what, a week or so? But yeah, I'm feeling ne- this... I, I think it's uh, next week it, okay. it's going to happen. It's usually around the 20th or the 21st. I can never remember which day it is. But... Right, but I'm feeling this fall weather already, so I guess that's good. Yeah, I mean, I, I was thinking, I was out last night. I, I happened to go to the Corinne Bailey Corinne Bailey Ray. Uh, oh yeah. Concert last night. Oh my God. How it was, was it? Wonderful. It was wonderful. She did two encores. Mm. And she sang all new stuff. And you know, she's usually a little out there with her music, but it has a purpose. And you know, it's always she um, if you ever heard about the um Stony Bank in Chicago. And it's uh-huh. this eclectic, it's kind of like a museum of books and ebony, you know, all the ebony's ever printed, ebony's and jets and record collection, the 16,000 record collection and stuff like that is very much in the Black community. And um, she was introduced to it and she actually ended up doing a residency there, an artist residency. And she discovering all the information that was in this museum, she created her new album off of it. And Mm. she played it all last night. And it was a little bit of folk, house music, a lot of rock, but you know, it was, it was very much Corinne Bailey Ray-esque in her way. And um, it was really good. It was really good. and um so i enjoyed myself so that was the one of the better ways to kick off fall with a good concert so and we have a lot of good people coming through cincinnati uh for the rest of the year both known unknown or eclectic and rihanna gibbons is coming next year and that show's already sold out but i'm hoping that they do another one so okay uh, all right but but it, it 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 um I think folks need to check out Memorial Hall because they're they're bringing some people in like you would not believe. So um, it it was a wonderful night, but it was cool out. It was comfortable to walk to my car, and so I'm loving this fall weather. So all right. So um, what's the chocolate news of the week? Well, the chocolate news of the week. I'm going to start off with some um, good news. You know, Cincinnati's been operating with an interim fire chief for a while. And the city manager, Cheryl Long, announced yesterday that we have a new fire chief. His name is Frank McKinley, and he is um, currently employed with the Dallas Fire and Rescue Department in Dallas, Texas. Right. Um, And I I think it's going to be interesting to see they're bringing an outsider in to be fire chief. And... um, Basically, she is looking for this new fire fire chief to improve things within the department, make things better for female firefighters, and ba- I guess basically change the culture, which, you know, is hard to change a culture, even when bringing in someone new. But she purposely brought in an outsider 
to take on this um, take on this role. I mean, they had some interesting candidates for this, but um, I think that um, this young man is going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see what he brings. He's done. Um, he's covered. Um, he's done EMS work. He's run the part, run a fire department. He understands the needs of the people, things like that. So I think it's going to be an interesting change to the fire administration, even though the city is still facing a lawsuit by the former police chief. I mean, I'm sorry, fire chief. Ooh, big no no. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was like, ooh, wrong department. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. Um, fire uh, you know the former fire chief was um uh, i think it was michael washington i think yes michael washington and he he's he's claiming that you know he was given no warning or anything like that and um but you know what ohio is a um no contest state no i'm sorry is an at will state so anyone can find any reason to fire you Mm. And no matter what position now, because it's a high profile position, you know, Washington feels that he should have been warned, should have done this. But Cheryl Long was like, I gave you a year. You know, um, she had issued a directive to fix certain things under his leadership. And he's an inside guy. He's been with the, the, the fire department for over 30 something years. So that means he was part of the culture, but she wanted him to fix that culture. And sometimes you have to bring somebody outside to break what's been going on to make it, you know, to make it better. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens. So there's that. So that is the first good news of the day. Now, my second good news is that it is football season. Yes. Football. I, it is football season. You know, everyone, um, all the teams are playing. Everyone's had their, their their first game, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so I didn't expect the Bengals to lose to the Browns. Yeah, I don't think any, I don't think anyone was expecting that. So I, I I know we have high expectations with Joe Burrows, you know, over last season. And you know, and, and the reaction to the loss was no, 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 don't worry. It's just a one-off. And it would be fine. We're just getting our legs. And yeah. I, you know, I get that. I, I get that. Mm-hmm. But to the Browns? Yeah. Come on, guys. The Browns? Anyway. I know. Yeah, it, it, it was it was bad. It was bad. It was, I mean, I mean, it would have been better if it the score had been better than 24 to 3. All they did was punt all night. That's all they did. They punted, they punted, they punted. One field goal, which got them on the board. That was it. Yeah. The Browns, touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. I was getting texts from my cousins like, are you watching this? Are you seeing this? Are you, you know, she was upset. So, yeah, understandable. It's understandable. But, you know, there's a new game on Sunday. I will be watching. But also, you know, the Reds are still in the playoffs. They beat the Detroit Lions. So their hunt for a playoff spot is still on. You know, they've been a little up and down, up and down since the summer, you know, since the tail end of the summer. But I'm 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 ever hopeful that, you know, the, the Reds will be in the playoffs, which we haven't seen in a while. I mean, the stadium is filled now. Oh my God. You know, we haven't seen that in a while. 
I'm, I have high hopes for both our teams. Yeah, me too. Um, and, um, you know, I will be wearing my Bengals gear on Sunday. Wuchwa. So, yeah. so now, who, that's now, okay. now, who do I play on Sunday? Um, I'm trying to, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying to they, remember who they play. They play on Sunday, the Packers. Green Bay. Okay. Yeah, All right. They, okay. Well, they, they, they pay Green luck. Bay, which is, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The Ravens. It's the Ravens. Ooh, I, okay. Ooh, that should be a good one. You know the reason why Green Bay's on? Why? Because my cousin's son just got signed to the practice team of Green Bay Packers. Michael Jordan. Oh. He just got signed by them on their practice squad. Really? So that's really oh. like Green Bay's on my mind. So, oh. you know, I'm so excited for him. Um, you know, he's been, he was, he was with the Bengals. They let him go. He's been other places. So now he's with Green Bay. So I'm hoping he gets back on from practice squad onto the regular team. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, and then, and then I think, uh, and I think they play uh, Los Angeles after the Ravens, so that should be a nice mm-hmm. rematch. <laughs> yeah, they go from the Ravens to the Rams. Ooh. Yeah, Ooh, that should be, should be a good couple of weeks. It's going to be a very good couple of weeks, so I'm very, yeah. very happy about that. Yeah. So that being said, but keeping the theme of sports alive, you know, we have to congratulate our girl Coco. Yay. What she did, the third youngest woman to win the U.S. Open. It hasn't been done since Serena Williams won in 1999. Ooh, um, long time ago. Isn't that a long time ago? And the, I admire her, the fact that she went up into the stands to hug her parents, even had the security guards escorting her up into the stands to get to her parents, who were so excited, jumping up and down and screaming. And what really is interesting is... Um, that she she thanked Serena Williams for being a great role model. And she's sorry that she never got to play Serena, which I think would be an incredible match. Oh, yeah, that'd even be a good, that'd be a good exhibition if, match. Yes, even yeah. an exhibition match. But I mean, it's it's and I think that we the US Open, we we saw a showcase of a number of young talent on the court. Ben Shelton, yeah. um, Tiofo. Um, Coco, um, you know, Naomi um, Osaka did not play because she had a baby. Right. I'm hoping to see her back next year because she's going to be incredible as well. And I, I think um, it's going to be, I think tennis is, we're seeing that new generation come up. And I think they're going to even be better and shake up the game just a little bit on what they're going to do and how they're going to play and the control of the game. So I think that is fantastic. So congratulations, Coco. I look forward to see which where you play next. Mm-hmm. So, so that's good. So then also, I think what we need to take a look at also, um, this was on an interesting story that we got from in our NFA Newswire. There are a record number of Black quarterbacks in starting positions in the NFL for the 23-24 season. Hmm. which I think is incredible. Um, there are um, 14 quarterbacks that took the snap last Sunday for the first time. Last season, it was 11, but this time it's 14. And we have, um, you have Patrick Mahomes with the Chiefs, 
Jalen Hurt with the Eagles, Lamar Jackson with the Ravens, which we're going to see this Sunday play, Dak Prescott with the Cowboys, and the Cowboys needed help too. Deshaun Watson with the Browns, who beat us. He was impressed. You know what? He was very impressive. I may be upset, but he was impressive. Um, Russell Wilson with the Broncos, Geno Smith with the Seahawks, Desmond Ritter with the Falcons, Joshua Dobbs with the Cardinals, Justin Fields with the Bears, Jordan Love with the Packers, Bryce Young with the Panthers, and CJ CJ Stroud with the Texans, and Anthony Richardson with the Colts. Okay. That is an impressive class of quarterbacks performing this season. Now, you know, Patrick Mahomes, he, he's the guy to beat. He's impressive, throwing the ball, fielding it, things like that. So it's going to be interesting to see everyone else play, especially I'm looking forward to see what Lamar Jackson can do. Oh, yeah. You know, because, you know, normally we don't get to see black quarterbacks play in, in a starting quarterback position. Um, but, you know, with Deion Sanders, if you everyone's watching Coach Dion, Coach I should say Coach Prime out in Colorado State, how he's turning that football program around. His son as quarterback is doing some impressive stuff. So it's very interesting to see all of this new talent that has come through the college and on the NFL and see what's happening. I can't wait for mm. this season. I think it's going to be impressive. I mean, we've seen impressive black quarterbacks in the past, like Michael Vick. Donovan McNabb, Cam Newton. But you know what? I think we're seeing, I think the owners are starting to get it. Not really, but they're starting to get it. That they need to open up because the talent's there. You know, whether you're black or white, but the talent's there. You just got to give them a chance. They'll, they'll They'll be impressive for you. So there's that. So I think everyone should check out our story on our, on our um, website. And, you know, take a look at who's playing when you're watching Sunday football or even Monday night football. So. Yeah, gotcha. Or Thursday night football. Oh, yeah, or Thursday night football. Which I can't get used to. I'm I'm not on Thursday night. That's on Prime now, right? I think it's on Prime Video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think it's on Prime and it's also on on NFL, the NFL channels and Prime, I believe, Thursday night football. Right. So so it's just it's just interesting. So we're going to go from, you know, record change. Another change is who's going to be hosting Meet the Press on Sundays. Kristen Welker um, is the first Black, the first Black woman to host Meet the Press. Um, That's amazing. It is so amazing. I was surprised when they announced it. I was sad to see Chuck Todd go. I thought Chuck Todd, he stepped into the shoes of, of, you know, hosting Meet the Press. I think he did a good job and he was able to take it as far as he could. Um, I know he was arcing a few people, but I, I think um, Kristen Welker, who everyone has seen her, she um, was, um, she's come through the NBC. Um, she was the White House correspondent. Um, you know, you've seen her speak on MSNBC, on MB, NBC News, things like that. And she's a hard-nosed journalist. Um, I've heard her speak um, at a couple of panels and things like that. And she's very impressive. 
And I think that um, this is just, you know, the ever coverage, changing coverage of um, who's who's presenting the news? Who do we trust to yeah. give us the truth? And, um, you know, just think of way back when there was only one black sitting in the anchor chair. And I cannot think of his name right now. My mind went blank. He was on ABC News before, um, you know, that's bad when your mind goes blank. <laughs> <laughs> and you've been around forever uh, um and you know it's just one of those things where you you know you 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 have um peter jennings yeah was it and then you've had you know you've seen david muir is doing an impressive job right now with abc news ted koppel has done it liz cho um tj holmes from in elizabeth vargas but you know it, barbara walters did it for a minute um, but way back when it was, um, who was it? I cannot think of his name. It's going to irk me. It's going to irk me. But, you know, it's just hard to believe that who has come through the ranks and um, see who's hosting news in, after news after news. But I wish her well. I think she's going to do an excellent job. Um, she has a good bent on what is happening with the politics. I think she's going to be around for a long time. And she she's of the caliber with Jen Psaki and Margaret Brenneman and Martha Radix and um, all of those who know about politics, who know how to break it down and who know how the inside play occurs. So it's going to be fun to watch her. Speaking of Christian, one of the stories that she's going to be covering on Sunday is this proposed impeachment inquiry against President Joe Biden? Oh boy! Yeah, I know. It. I mean, it's kind of like for what? You know, they're trying to milk what Hunter Biden did, or allegedly did. Yeah. And you know, and you know, Hunter's been upfront about it. Yeah, I did wrong. He, he's admitted. You know, we we we've heard all about it. But you know, the Republicans are trying hard to connect this to his dad, Joe Biden. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And even though the whistleblower claims that because of something he did as vice president, they got money. And I'm like, whether it's true or not, mm. at this point, it should have come up, you know, with yeah. op, oppo. Yeah. It should have come up a long time ago. Oh, yeah. And you know, really, truly, if it had been a thing, it should have been done when Donald Trump was president. Oh yeah. You know, now they're 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 trying to do this impeachment inquiry. Though the problem with the impeachment inquiry is that under Donald Trump, they the House installed a rule that any impeachment inquiry must have the full vote of the House. To proceed. Right, right. And and even though McCarthy has called for this inquiry and to move forward with it to appease his far right colleagues, he still needs to take that vote to make it a legit. Because yeah. if they try to do anything with this inquiry, it's not legit. You got to have that vote. And they don't have the votes for this. And I think McCarthy is in a very precarious position. Uh, well, I should say he's on a fence. And if he teeters one way, he does what the far right wants. If he teeters another way, 
he has to appease the rest of his colleagues. And there is even Matt Gantz. I can't believe I'm even saying this. Matt Gantz is even threatening to get him get, to get the votes together to remove McCarthy as speaker if they, he allows the, the, the government to shut down. And, you know, the far right's been threatening to shut down the government. Yeah. And if they don't get their way on certain things. And I'm just, I just see this as a shot that with the Republicans so up in the air, I, I, I think that the Democrats have a chance to put a speaker back in to bring some order to the chaos just to get some things done. But we'll have to see what happens. So, yeah. but it, it's, it's, it's a shame that we have to go through this. It's yeah. a shame because of one man and then a group of people who cannot admit your God did wrong. Yeah. Admit it and move on. But, you know, when you want to hang on to power, you're going to struggle and do what you can, try to change the game. Yeah. So we'll just have to see. You know what? I'm still thinking of a, a soap opera headline for this. <laughs> we can't, you know, as McCarthy turns or, you know, as, as the Republicans go on, um, no, that's not a good um, McCarthy's hope. No, that's not good either. <laughs> um, um, uh, I don't know. I'm sure we'll think of one eventually. Well, I don't want to do Days of Our Lives because that's not worth it. Or um, what's the other one that's still still um general hospital still running yeah um, young and the restless young and the and restless no they're not young and the restless all much no <laughs> I, I i guess i have to say all of the po politicals are all my all all my republicans i don't know <laughs> i'm gonna come up with something so right. well, but that being said the last good chocolate news that i have this week so are you gonna do the chicken chance over the weekend john um, I don't know if I do chicken dance, but I wouldn't mind. I mean, going it's a down. rite of passage. If you're not a Cincinnati unless you've done the chicken dance. That's what know? they that's what they say. But uh <laughs> as one I'll who is I have broken down, I have done the chicken dance on Fountain Square. I have done it. So um it I is it, it's you know, Oktoberfest is always good for good beer, good food. Um, wonderful entertainment. You have to see men run around in their little shorts, Lita Holden, <laughs> you know, great German beer. I'm going to have to say this. Potato pancakes, cream mm -hmm. puffs, you know, I think sauerkraut. Well, no, I'm not a huge fan of sauerkraut. Yeah, I'm not a sauerkraut fan either. Uh, but, I am I am a fan. I am a fan of brats and Mets, though. So yes, if, I, if I do, Mets. if I do go down there, that's what I will be getting. I wonder if they're going to have pierogies. Isn't that like, is that German food, pierogi? Well, it's it's kind of like more Polish esque. Okay. But I think but I think Germans do eat pierogies. Okay. It's potatoes. Potatoes. Yeah. Okay. It's gotcha. Potatoes, flour, and sour cream together. Okay. Um, gotcha. But but I mean it's Oktoberfest, so just remember the streets are going to be shut down. Um, yeah, a whole bunch of streets, like Fifth Street shut down you know um you know sycamore street you know it's just yeah. uh it's like you know a lot, a lot a lot of stuff is going to be marked down um yeah i mean it's, it's it's back at fifth street only because of the Bengals game and the reds game going on this week and that's too much traffic down there 
So they pulled it back. Oh, it's, it's going to be busy this weekend. Oh, oh yeah. So busy. <laughs> so busy. But I mean, it's a great time. If you think about it, we're going to have Oktoberfest. Yeah. We're going to have the Reds. We have the Bills yeah. playing. Yeah. It's going to be fun down on the square or yeah. you know, just walking around. So if you want to get your steps in, go to Oktoberfest and get a little Yeah. Food. Oh, yeah. Because, um, you know, they got the, uh, and I think it starts on, Tomorrow, because we're going to some Wednesday. So it starts tomorrow, Thursday, September 14th. And it starts at like 4 to 10. Then Friday, I think it's 11 to 11. Same thing on Saturday, 11 to 11. And then on Sunday, I think it ends at like, uh, it's like from 10 to 7. So a lot of time to do a bunch of stuff. And it's also, you know, Cincinnati Oktoberfest. It's like the second largest Oktoberfest in the world, I believe. I think yes. like right, you know, right below Munich, you know, the OG Oktoberfest. <laughs> <laughs> so I like that. I really yeah. like that. And, you know, Samuel Adams is the sponsor and they always yeah. have some good beer. Yeah. Um, so I think it's 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 gonna be fun um to one to immerse yourself in a wonderful event. And also they always have fantastic mu local music performing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm gonna try and get down there and get some pictures. Just just go with some friends and have a good time. So oh, I'm looking yeah. forward to it. Oh, and they're gonna have strudel too. I can't forget about <laughs> yes, strudel. strudel. I need to get some yes. strudel. I need to get some apple yes. strudel. Because, you know, during the um, Christmas holidays, I wonder if they're going to have the Christmas um, market up on Fountain Square again this year. Mm. Because they know. always have great mall wine yeah. for Christmas holidays. So right. I know they're not going to have it here, but this is like the beginning of fall events of, you know, what happens next. So I'm looking forward to it. So, and that is the chocolate news for today. All right. Well, thank you so much, Andrea. And um, well, that's it for today's show. And uh, I want to thank Andrea again for all of the great chocolate news. Thank you so much, Andrea. Oh, my pleasure. You can find out more information about today's topics and past podcast episodes at www.thecincinnatiherald.com, the SESH newsletter, or on our social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Threads. And make sure to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast app. Our podcast is on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, Amazon, YouTube, and Google Podcasts. In addition, the Cincinnati Herald is now accepting applications for an advertising representative. So please call or text our publisher, Walter White, at 513-680-7076 for more information. I'm John Alexander-Reese. And I'm Andrea Carter. And have a good day. <laughs>